This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. The government wants to play God. It wants the power to decide who lives, who dies, and whose rights are worthy of government protection. They'll beneath the rhetoric and spin that have turned abortion into a politicized, polarized, and propagandized front line in the culture wars, and you will find a greater menace at work. The left would suggest that unborn babies do not have constitutional rights, and the only right that matters is a woman's right to privacy in choosing whether or not to abort a pregnancy. The right, fixated on saving the lives of unborn babies, seems less concerned about what happens to those lives from birth to death. What few seem willing to address is that in the 30 years since the U.S. Supreme Court issued its landmark ruling in Roe v. Wade, the government has come to believe that it not only has the power to determine who is deserving of constitutional right in the eyes of the law, but it also has the authority to deny those rights to an American citizen. This is how the abortion debate, a politicized tug-of-war over when an unborn child is considered a human being with rights, plays into the police state's hands by laying the groundwork for discussions about who else may or may not be deserving of rights. Even if, as a leaked draft opinion in the case of Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization suggests, the Supreme Court overturns its earlier rulings recognizing abortion as a constitutional right under the 14th Amendment, that will not resolve the larger problem that plagues us today. Namely, that all along the spectrum of life, from the unborn child to the aged, the government continues to play fast and loose with the lives of the citizenry, we the people. Families killed by errant SWAT team raids, unarmed citizens shot by police for daring to hesitate, stutter, move a muscle, flee or disagree in any way with a police order. Pedestrians and motorists subjected to roadside strip searches and rectal probes by police. American citizens subjected to government surveillance. Protesters and activists being labeled domestic terrorists and extremists and accused of hate crimes. Hard-working Americans having their bank accounts, homes, cars, electronics, and cash seized by police. Take a good hard look at the many ways in which Americans are being denied their rights under the Constitution, and you will find there is a common denominator. These are all American citizens, endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, rights that no personal government can take away from them. Among these are the rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And they are all being oppressed in one way or another by a government that has grown drunk on power, money, and its own authority. If the government, be it the president, congress, the courts, or any federal, state, or local agent or agency, can decide that any person has no rights, then that person becomes less than a citizen, less than a human, less than deserving of respect, dignity, civility, and bodily integrity. He or she becomes an it, a faceless number that can be tallied and tracked, a quantifiable mass of sales that can be discarded without conscience, an expendable cost that can be written off without a second thought, or an animal that can be bought, sold, branded, chained, caged, bred, neutered, and euthanized at will. It's a slippery slope that justifies all manner of violations in the name of national security, the interest of the state, and the so-called greater good. Yet those who founded this country believe that what we conceive of as our rights were given to us by God. We are created equal, 
according to the nation's founding document, the Declaration of Independence. And that government cannot create, nor can it extinguish our God-given rights. To do so would be to anoint the government with God-like powers and elevate it above the citizenry. Unfortunately, we have been dancing with this particular devil for quite some time now. If we continue to wait for the government to restore our freedoms, respect our rights, rein in the abuses, and restrain its agents from riding roughshod over our lives, our liberty, and our happiness, then we will be waiting forever. Already, the politicos are beating the war drums to herald the next phase of the abortion wars. Like clockwork, we find ourselves smack dab in the middle of yet another political circus that could get scary, ugly, and overwhelmingly really fast. Yet, before you get too distracted by this conveniently timed diversion that has everyone forgetting about spiking gas prices, inflation, housing shortage, and warring empires, remind yourself that no matter how the Supreme Court rules and dobs, it will not resolve the problem of a culture that values life based on a sliding scale. Nor will it help us navigate the moral, ethical, and scientific minefields that await us as technology and humanity move ever closer to a point of singularity. Humanity is being propelled at warp speed into a whole new frontier when it comes to privacy, bodily autonomy, and what it means to be a human being. As such, we haven't even begun to wrap our heads around how present-day legal debates over bodily autonomy, privacy, vaccine mandates, the death penalty, and abortion play into future discussions about singularity, artificial intelligence, cloning, and the privacy rights of the individual in the face of increasingly invasive, intrusive, and unavoidable government technologies. Here's what I know. Life is an inalienable right. By allowing the government to decide who or what is deserving of rights, it shifts the entire discussion from one in which we are endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights that of life, liberty, property, and the pursuit of happiness to one in which only those favored by the government get to enjoy such rights. If all people are created equal, then all lives should be equally worthy of protection. There's an idea embraced by both the right and the left, according to their biases, that there is a hierarchy to life, with some lives worthier of protection than others, but there is no hierarchy of freedoms. All freedoms hang together. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, and in its fictional counterpart, The Eric Blair Diaries, we must never stop working to protect life, preserve our freedoms, and maintain some semblance of our humanity. Freedom cannot be a piecemeal venture. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. 
Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.